Hello, happy Wednesday and welcome back to What's Stopping You. I'm your host, Kelsey Jones, and when I'm recording this today, it's actually Sunday, which is Easter. So if you celebrate Easter, I hope you had an incredible day. I've had such a great day. I just went to church with some of my friends and got brunch. It was a great, great way to start my day, and now it's kind of later afternoon. Just got super caffeinated, so if I have a lot of energy, that's why. Just got super caffeinated to power through making this podcast for this week, and I'm super excited to talk about this topic because it's been something that's been on my mind for a while and I've been really inspired recently by conversations that I've had and just things that have gone on in my life to chat about it. But before I go ahead and dive into everything we're going to talk about today, just going to recap the week and just what I've been up to recently. You guys, so much happens in my life on a day-to-day basis that I feel like every single time I record an episode, I need to like provide a life update. But yeah, everything's going well. If you listened to my episode last week, you would know and you probably heard that my voice was gone. I had strep like two weeks ago now and my voice like even last week like hadn't fully returned. So I'm hoping this week my voice is better. It feels pretty strong right now, but by the end of recording this, like who knows, it could be completely gone. Um, so yeah, bear with me. Hopefully it is better. I really don't know why it's taken so long to come back. So if you guys know why, let me know. But yeah, I, I just like have chronic voice loss issues. I don't know. Should I go to an ENT for that? Like, I don't, I don't know. Anyway, I'm very caffeinated. So sorry if I go on a tangent, but yeah, this week has been crazy. I have been just knee deep in job searching, as I tried to move to New York in the next few months. So that's been exciting, but also really frustrating, just like how difficult the process is, how much time it takes, and just, yeah, how much like time it takes away from all the other things that I have going on, like work and school. But somebody told me yesterday, we only have like six weeks left of school. I think actually probably five at this point. And I was just like, shook to the core low-key so I'm having an existential crisis a little bit about the fact that I'm graduating college in five weeks and I'm not prepared for that life change but you know so much is going on I'm trying to just take each day one day at a time and try to enjoy it try to cherish every moment live in the moment and not focus so much on the future so again So much has been going on, but I am so, so happy. If you listen to my podcast about living in the moment and why it makes you happier, I still wholeheartedly believe everything I said in that episode. So if you haven't listened, you definitely should. But I've just been so happy, like enjoying each and every day and like cherishing this time that I have left before college ends and all my friends move on. Hopefully this summer will be like one of the best summers ever. Just like, yeah, enjoying those last few moments without having to deal with all the schoolwork, all of that. But anyway, tangent. Today I wanted to talk about kind of the diet rules or food rules or body image rules. I don't I don't I don't really know exactly what the right term to call this is, but I'm going to say like diet rules that I no longer follow because I was inspired to record this for a couple reasons. One being an episode I recently listened to from Tori D. Simone's Manifest podcast. If you know me, you know I love that podcast and I actually listened to this episode a while back and 
it sparked the idea like, hmm, maybe I should record an episode like that just because I want to share that experience with you guys. But it's also something like very vulnerable and very um, personal to me. So I was like, I don't know if I'm ready to put that out on the internet. But over the events of the past month or so, I've just learned like how much better it is to be vulnerable and authentic and speak my mind and hopefully help people through that. I just feel like that is the way to go with things. And so it's been on my heart to record this. And so I've decided, you know what, I should just do it. Uh, If some of you guys resonate or you guys um, sympathize, like, you know, it's all going to be worth it. So yeah, that's kind of started the idea of like, I had this as an idea written down for weeks. And then today I was actually in church and it's you know Easter Sunday and a girl shared like a story of her eating disorder journey which was awful and tragic and just like something completely unimaginable but uh it really just showed me like that people need to talk about these kind of things in order to normalize you know the struggles that we all go through and not feel so alone so that kind of inspired me as well that kind of gave me that little extra push to be like you know what like it's a good thing to have these kind of conversations and I feel like this is a little bit of a different topic that I don't usually talk about on this podcast but again part of being your best self is being happy emotionally physically healthy all these things and so I I think like your relationship with food and body image and all of those things are a key component especially as women I know most of the people who listen to this podcast are women so uh, especially as women like we have lived in a time where you know our bodies are picked apart a lot of our worth is instilled in what we look like which is obviously not true at all but that's just kind of what society has raised us to believe. And that actually kind of segues nicely into a conversation I recently had with my coworker. I don't really remember where it came from, but it was a couple of days ago and I had a conversation with my coworker and we were just talking about how um, skinny that she was in college. And we we just kind of talked about how we grew up in a time, which she's a little bit older than me. She's like, what, five? No seven years older than me, um, we grew up in a time where the beauty standard was to be stick skinny. Like in the 90s and the 2000s, like when I was growing up, being stick thin was like the beauty standard. And so it kind of conditioned us to believe like being skinny and dieting was normal and healthy and what you should be doing versus, you know, actually being physically healthy and not worrying so much about what you look like. So that conversation kind of sparked the idea of sharing kind of how I found freedom from all of these quote unquote diet rules that I've created for myself. And I feel like a lot of people have their own set of like, yeah, quote unquote diet rules that they have created for themselves that oftentimes just kind of trap us in this this way of thinking and this way of living that is not good for us or doesn't allow us to live in full joy and freedom. So yeah, that that kind of inspired me as well. And that's something I want to talk about as well is just like how I feel like a lot of the the way that I have thought growing up or have thought about body image and eating is kind of instilled from growing up in a time when being skinny and dieting was just normal and what you know, you should strive to be. 
And that also kind of segues nicely into another reason why I thought I should record this episode. And that's just because I feel like recently my body has been fluctuating so much. And whenever that happens, you know, that that voice in the back of your head of, you know, your body image issues, like that just revs up and like comes to the forefront of your mind. And so yeah, me going through going to Miami and then being sick and like not eating for a week because I was so sick and nauseous to now like eating and feeling like I've gained weight or being bloated and just like all of these things, especially when it's that time of the month, like all of these things, they make your body fluctuate and change and it's so normal, but it also, you know, makes it more apparent if you have a negative relationship with food or if you have bad body image issues when that happens. So um, I've just been dealing with a lot recently and I feel like it's a timely thing to talk about, especially with the summer coming up. And in Texas, it's already warm. It's already like bikini season basically. And so I just wanted to talk about being comfortable in my own skin and kind of the, the diet rules that I've thrown away that I found freedom from that no longer serve me. And I want to preface this entire episode with the kind of disclaimer that I in no way think I'm fat, nor do I think I have a perfect body either. I've just gotten to a place where I am generally content with what I look like, and I feel like I'm healthy, I exercise, I eat healthy, and you know I don't have any actual issues with my health or with my body but of course we all have those like mental battles with food and with um, body image that we all struggle with so I'm just a girl navigating my relationship with food and body image and I I know all of us have dealt with this at some time or another and I feel like for me personally I grew up as a gymnast and I feel like that even more so has made it very apparent in my life just because you grow up looking at your body so intently you know being a gymnast wearing like next to nothing I was also a swimmer as well so like the the clothes we would wear whenever we uh, would perform in whatever capacity swimming gymnastics whatever um, your body is just like out there it's on display and so it makes you hyper conscious of what you look like it makes you wonder if you're skinny enough it makes you wonder if you're if you look good, what are other people thinking of you? And so that kind of just had been instilled in me from a young age. And I don't think it was any like specific event or something happened to make me hyper conscious. And I will say like, I never went through being overweight as a kid. Like I've always been a healthy weight. I was even probably pretty skinny when I was younger. I honestly don't remember, but I've never struggled with my weight. But Again, like whenever your body's out on full display as a kid, like you definitely grow like a self-conscious awareness for that. And so I don't know if that made any sense, but I was just like really self-conscious. And so as I went into college and obviously gained the freshman 15 and lost muscle from just not being in sports anymore, like I went through a really bad phase of my life just being like super self-conscious not liking my body having had gained weight I just like did not like what I looked like at all and so especially like after freshman year I went through a time where I was actually trying to actively lose weight which was the first time in my life when I was actively trying to lose weight and 
that was just like a really bad time for me in in the sense of it it created a lot of these like bad food rules that I'm going to talk about and made me think that they were normal and that they were okay because they ended up allowing me to lose weight but after reflecting on it and having gotten to a way better place with my fitness and health and all of that over the past few years I've realized that they were not necessarily the healthiest of things nor were they emotionally healthy for me at all so yeah that's kind of just my backstory again like now I will say that where I am now is so much better. I feel like I don't really worry about what I eat. I don't really worry about what I look like. I just work out and I eat and I live my life. And I feel like I haven't had that kind of freedom in years or like in all my life. I feel like I'm at the best place that I've ever been with, you know, body image and my relationship with food. So That is kind of like where I am. That's the preface. Again, if this conversation like triggers you in any way, like please don't listen. I know like it can be something really difficult for a lot of people, but I I only share all of this stuff to help you guys. And also like maybe if you have like unconscious habits that you follow that I share right now, maybe it'll kind of wake you up to the fact that some of the things you're believing aren't true. So that's just... That's why I'm recording this. I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you guys find it relevant. But this week's midweek motivation, before I dive into all the rules that I no longer follow, this week's midweek motivation is just an encouragement. It's not a quote. It's not something I've found on Instagram. It's not anything that special. But I just want to encourage you guys to remember that you are so much more than your body or your appearance or even what other people think of your body or your appearance. Like you are so, so much more. You are an incredible and beautiful person inside and out regardless of what you look like. So I just want to encourage you guys that if you struggle with this or even if you don't struggle like hardcore, like you struggle with an eating disorder or something like extreme, I feel like each and every one of us goes through moments where we struggle and I am completely am victim to that. But I just want to encourage you to remember that in those moments, you have so much more to offer this world than your body and your appearance and that you, yeah, you're just so much greater than those things. So that is my encouragement to you guys for the week. And let's go ahead and dive into the episode. Okay, so all of these rules that I'm going to share with you, I'm going to kind of talk about where they came from because part of doing this episode was me reflecting on where did these ideas even come from? And then I'm going to share kind of where I am now with them. Basically, all of them I no longer really believe in, but uh, each one of them, they're kind of, I'm kind of at different points. Some of them I'm like completely against and some of them I'm just kind of like indifferent about whereas I used to be super like intent on following them. So yeah, that is just a preface again. But my first rule is that carbs and especially like processed carbs and gluten are bad. And I know exactly where this comes from. So mom, if you're listening to this, it's not your fault. (laughs) But 
it was kind of from you. Um, basically, my mom growing up, she had an autoimmune disorder and she was really sick for a lot of my childhood until she found out probably when I was like 14, maybe 13, that she was allergic to gluten, even though she's technically not celiac, but she is just like really sensitive to gluten and it just caused so many health issues with her. So she no longer eats gluten and that's great for her. But from that young age, it made me kind of hyper aware of where gluten was in like different foods and because my mom no longer ate gluten and she's obviously the one who would cook a lot and would go to the grocery store for most of us she just no longer really bought bread or any type of like processed foods with gluten in them uh I mean of course if we requested them she wouldn't like deny them from us in any way but she just kind of gave me the idea that gluten was bad for you. And obviously, I feel like since then, we've learned that gluten is not necessarily bad for you unless you are actually allergic or really sensitive to it. And so I went through most of my um, high school and college life, I would say, maybe definitely the first two years of college. So high school and the first two years of college, thinking that gluten was bad for you and I I think I mean I think we just like know that that's not necessarily the case anymore so a lot of it was just ignorance but I I feel like for a lot of high school I just like would not eat anything with gluten in it or I would eat gluten-free alternatives because I just thought that it was bad for you and so it kind of gave me this this idea in my head that I just should not eat carbs. I shouldn't eat bread. I shouldn't eat tortillas. I shouldn't eat cookies. I shouldn't eat anything with gluten in it. And most carbs had gluten in it. So maybe I should should have said this rule is that gluten is bad. But yeah, I would just stay away from all processed carbs in any form. Um, and so I did that for years. And I realized after kind of deciding I was done following that rule because I wanted to eat bread and I wanted to enjoy having tacos. In Austin, Texas, tacos are a big part of, you know, our food culture. And I I was tired of feeling guilty whenever I would eat tacos because of tortillas, which had gluten in it, which were carbs. I, yeah, I was just tired of it. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to start eating it again. So I started eating it again. And of course, I don't have gluten sensitivity issues. I'm not allergic. And so it never gave me any problems. And so that's why I was like, you know what? I'm tired of following this rule. Like I'm just going to start eating it. And guess what? I actually felt a lot better. Like I noticed how much more energy I had. I noticed how much like I craved sugar and carbs less because I was fueling my body appropriately. Like before I ate carbs in the past like two years before that I don't think I would eat any carbs other than vegetables or like potatoes but like I wouldn't eat any like processed carbs unless it was like occasionally you know I would have like a snack that was a carb um and it wasn't like I didn't eat gluten at all for those like six years of my life but it was like I had this kind of negative association with it that when I would eat it I would feel guilty and so I would try to just not But yeah, I was just like 
getting to a point in my life where I was like, I'm not even allergic to it. So I just threw my hands up and was like, you know what? I want to eat tortillas. I want to eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Like I want to enjoy food again. And so that was like a big one where I just found freedom from that and realized, you know what? Everybody's different. And my body responds super well to carbs. And I actually have been the leanest and the the healthiest and the most um I would say energetic that I've ever been in my life since eating carbs so I I know that one didn't come from uh, a bad place but it unfortunately really kind of messed me up for like a long time but I'm glad that I've been able to put it back into my diet and I feel really guilt-free about it now and yeah it's no longer an issue and I function way better. I, I, I know that I train better at the gym. I have more energy during the day at work. I don't feel as sluggish. Like I just feel way better in all areas of my life and I feel less guilt as well because I no longer feel so so much tension or so much, I don't know, yeah, guilt around eating it. So that is the first rule that I have completely thrown out the window and will never go back to trying to avoid all carbs because it just does not work for my body. And some people, it does work for their body. I feel like, yeah, everybody's different. Everybody needs different amounts of carbs and fat and protein. And I'm just somebody who works way better on higher carb, lower fat and protein, whereas some people work way better on higher fat and protein and lower carbs. So it's just been an experiment and I figure out what works for me and carbs are what work for me. The next rule is kind of one that I am indifferent about, but just because I have a different perspective, and that is intermittent fasting. Now, I'm not a I'm not like against intermittent fasting. I actually did it for about 3 years, I would say, in college, the first 3 years of college. It was kind of like the way that I lost that freshman 15 as well as it was, yeah, it was really popular around 2017 when that was all happening to me. And I I feel like I'm not against intermittent fasting in any way, which if you don't know what it is, it's whenever you restrict your eating window to a certain time of day, but you don't necessarily restrict what you're eating during your eating window, which I felt a lot of freedom from. So I would eat from like noon to 8 p.m. like every day. So I wouldn't eat breakfast and then I would eat until 8 p.m. and then I would stop. But during that eating window, you were allowed to eat like whatever you wanted. And I loved that. And I still to this day like generally intermittent fast, but I do it in an intuitive way. And what that means is that I just eat when I'm hungry and don't eat when I'm full and it tends to kind of follow that pattern of I don't eat breakfast. I'm also a big believer that breakfast is not the most important meal of the day. Eating when you're hungry is important. So I don't ever usually eat breakfast but if I do wake up and I'm starving I'm not going to deprive myself until noon because I'm quote-unquote intermittent fasting. So that's kind of what I have gotten to at this point where I don't feel the need to starve myself if I'm hungry like if it's 9 p.m and I'm starving I'm gonna eat or if it's 9 a.m and I'm starving I'm gonna eat but I generally tend to still follow an intermittent fasting diet just intuitively like it's just natural for me now it's not me even trying anymore um so yeah most days I still kind of follow that noon to eight 
p.m. situation, but I don't do it on purpose. It's just kind of natural at this point. So if, if you are working on trying to lose weight, I actually kind of would recommend intermittent fasting. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think it's just been like a mindset shift to where I don't really feel the need to follow it anymore so rigidly. The next one, which is I feel like something that's starting to be talked about a lot, is just not labeling foods as good and bad. So I used to follow the rule where these foods were safe and these foods were not safe. And some of the labelings that I would follow were super irrational. But um, yeah, I, I know that it's hard to not label food. You know, obviously you see a cookie and you know that it really doesn't have much nutritional value. So it's easy to label it as a bad food versus, you know, vegetables are obviously great for you. So it's easy to label those as good foods. But I think it's important to move away from labeling everything and being super down on yourself about when you eat quote unquote good foods versus bad foods. And so I feel like a a diet rule that I used to follow with this good and bad food situation is that I would only allow myself to have one quote unquote bad food item a day. And so that was kind of a rule that I would follow. And some of the bad foods beyond just like the general ones, obviously, like normal bad foods are ice cream and cookies and, you know, desserts, sweets, fried foods, super fatty foods, stuff like that, you know, the usual. But I even had like other foods that I used to think were quote-unquote bad foods that obviously are not one of them being chocolate which okay I guess maybe that could fall into the the bad food category but even just like straight up dark chocolate that's not even bad for you Um, another one would be juice like even if it was all natural 100% fruit juice I have just always like thought that's bad for you because of the sugar smoothies even that kind of goes into the same category as juice I used to think smoothies were bad for you and then carbs like I if I were to eat bread like that would be my bad food for the day or if I were to eat tacos tortillas that would be my bad food for the day even it gotten even to the point where dairy I wouldn't eat dairy that would be my bad food as well or be a bad food to me as well so I oh my gosh I I'm just remembering this now like I used to tell myself I can only choose to eat gluten or dairy every day like I can eat one of those so I would like alternate I'd be like today I'm going to eat feta cheese on my salad and that's going to be my bad food for the day or tomorrow maybe I'm going to eat tacos but because a taco you know a flour tortilla is gluten I can't put cheese on it because that's dairy isn't that just insane I just like I I kind of just like remember that I feel like that was like traumatizing and I've blocked that out of my memory but like I used to not even make tacos with cheese on them because it was gluten and dairy combined like I don't even know where that came from I'm just like I want to hit myself over the head sometimes because that's just not even that doesn't even make sense so I used to not eat tacos with cheese on them fun fact because I wouldn't eat gluten and dairy in the same meal because I thought it was bad for you so again I try not to follow the rule of labeling food as good and bad I just eat food that makes me happy and food that fuels my body obviously I try to eat vegetables and fruits 
and healthy carbs, all of those things. I try not to just eat Whataburger every day because again, I just, I just eat in a way that makes my body feel good. If you just eat fast food all day, every day, like your body doesn't feel good. So why would you want to eat that all the time? So I just eat intuitively at any time that I want to, whatever makes me feel good. And if I want to eat cookies, like I'll eat cookies. Like today at brunch, I had a big, like a giant, it was probably as big as my head, uh, chocolate chip cookie. No shame because it was super good (laughs) and I was starving. Okay, the fourth one is something that I, it's a rule that I made for myself that I actually still follow, but it's something that I, I don't know how to explain this one. So basically, I'll just explain it. Um, I created the rule to weigh myself at the same time every day, and I actually think this is a good rule, or not not every day, because I, I used to weigh myself every day, and that's a terrible idea. Don't do that. But every day that you weigh yourself, weigh yourself at the same time. So if you weigh yourself, say, once a month, if you weigh yourself at 10 a.m. on April 6th, weigh yourself at 10 a.m. on May 6th, you know? So this was kind of, I used to follow the rule of just weighing myself every single day at whatever time I would, you know, want to. And uh, that was obviously not healthy. It's not healthy to track the numbers so much as tracking how you look and you feel and your confidence. But I kind of switched it around to weighing myself at the same time every time that I want to weigh myself because if that time passes then it doesn't give me the opportunity to go back and weigh myself because as we all know your body and your weight fluctuate throughout the day if you eat a meal and weigh yourself you're obviously going to weigh more than before you ate the meal so I, I kind of I feel like this is like a random one to throw in there just something I've learned along the way that I used to be like, you know what, I should just weigh myself every day. And if I don't weigh myself in the morning when I wake up, if I forget and it's lunchtime, I'm just going to weigh myself anyway. And I just feel like that's a terrible idea because there's so many variables. So for me, I weigh myself if I want to, which I, I rarely do anymore. But if I'm going to weigh myself, and I, I don't even recommend weighing yourself. Like if I I wish I could just throw my scale away. I wish I could do that. I feel like I'm just not there yet, but hopefully one day I will be. But if I do weigh myself, I I tell myself I'm going to weigh myself the first thing in the morning when I wake up. And if I don't do it then, then I'm just not going to do it. And it, it kind of takes the pressure off. Like if I forget to do it, I forget to do it, you know. But yeah, I really don't weigh myself often at all, like maybe once a month just to make sure that everything's going to plan you know I I I feel like I'm going to talk about this in the next one actually I'll segue nicely into the next one where I I used to believe like you should always be trying to change your body whether it be losing weight gaining weight gaining muscle losing fat whatever and so yeah back with the scale I I feel like nowadays I really just weigh myself because I have one of those smart scales that tell you like your body fat percentage and your muscle and all of that and I just do it to see like if I'm gaining muscle if I'm losing fat if I'm maintaining you know kind of just like be aware of all of that because in the gym I'm not necessarily again trying to change my body I'm at a point in my life where I feel like I'm just trying to maintain the physique that I have and I just like 
like to check in every once in a while. So again, with the scale, if I'm going to weigh myself at any point, I do it the first thing that I, when I wake up, and if I don't manage to do that, I'm just going to, you know, throw that idea away and I'll do it tomorrow or do it, you know, in a week or whenever. But again, staying away from the scale has helped me so much and you don't need to weigh yourself every day to make progress or stay on track. That is for sure. And so again, going back to this rule number five where I used to believe that you should always be trying to do something with your body. And I feel like this is um, a place where the fitness community has really failed people. Uh, I think there's so much business around weightlifting and bodybuilding and gaining muscle and also losing weight and like cardio based things and stuff like that. And I feel like every time I go into a workout class or a training session or something where I have like a coach with me, they always preach about fitness goals. And I feel like of course, like everybody's on their own journey. Some people are here to lose weight. Some people are here to gain muscle. But I feel like the vast majority of people who go to the gym regularly are actually just doing it because it's one, good for you, and two, like good for your mental health, and three, like they enjoy it. And it doesn't have to be this whole thing where you're trying to lose weight or you're trying to gain muscle or you're trying to like do something you're just trying to go to the gym and like do something that's good for your body keeps you healthy keeps you young keeps you in shape and so yeah I I feel like I'm at a point where I'm just trying to maintain my body so I hate when people at the gym like ask me like what what is your fitness goals and I'm just like what if I don't have any fitness goals like I'm just trying to look the way that I look and I'm just trying to do things that are supposed to be good for me and just enjoy like the stress relieving and mental health aspect of the gym and I don't have to be going to the gym to have a goal necessarily and I feel like that's something a lot of people don't understand and a lot of people again in the fitness industry like fail at recognizing is that you know going to the gym doesn't have to be a goal it can just be part of your lifestyle so that is the fifth rule. And then this is my last rule, which is something I kind of still follow, but I'm no longer afraid to break. I feel like that's where I'm at with it. And it's the rule where I used to have that don't drink anything other than water and coffee. And I almost always used to have the rule as well where I would drink black coffee because I was like, I don't need the extra calories of the half a cup of oat milk in my coffee, which again, ridiculous. That's like, what, 40 calories? Like, why does it matter? But yeah, I I used to never drink anything other than water and coffee and, you know, occasionally like alcohol. But I was just like so afraid of drinking any type of calorie, like whether it be juice or I don't know, lemonade or Gatorade. Oh, that's a good one to talk about actually, because I recently have, I don't know what it is. I've been having like these times where I just get super dizzy and I just feel like my blood sugar is low for no reason. I hope nothing's wrong with me, but like it's not like I go hours without eating and naturally your blood sugar is low, but I used to like be so afraid of drinking my calories. I wouldn't even have Gatorade in my house because I felt like that was bad for you. And of course, I I don't recommend just chugging Gatorade instead of water. Obviously, water is better for you. But um, I I remember there was a time in my life where I was like afraid of drinking Gatorade. 
And now I always keep a couple Gatorades on deck just in case I like go through like a dizzy spell or um, especially like if I am actually like starving and hungry and I'm getting lightheaded because I'm so hungry, like drinking a Gatorade while I make dinner or make the food is like really helpful. So this is a rule that I still like generally follow. Like I still generally the majority of the time only drink water and a cup of coffee in the morning, but I'm no longer like afraid to break it. Like if I want a lemonade, like I will freaking drink some lemonade or if, you know, I want, I don't know. I, I, I can't even think of other drinks because for so long I just disregarded them. So I don't even know what other drinks exist. Honestly, that's the moral of the story is I have no idea what's going on, but yeah, that's a rule that I'm 100% cool with breaking now because I don't think it really matters that much. Obviously, you should... Oh my gosh, soda. I completely forgot about soda. So I actually... I don't really like soda, so that's a blessing in disguise, but I used to be afraid of like vodka sprites or like vodka with, I don't know, any other type of soda in it, I would be like, no, it has to be a vodka sparkling water because I was just so afraid of drinking calories. Like, isn't that ridiculous? Sometimes I'm just like, Kelsey, you are so irrational. (laughs) Like, I just feel bad for like my past self because obviously I was struggling sometimes. But yeah, I, I don't drink soda. And if you struggle with drinking soda, I would highly recommend just stopping because it's not good for you anyway. But it also is not that deep. Like if you want to have a Sprite every once in a while or a Coke or Dr. Pepper or whatever, you know, as long as you're not addicted to it and you drink seven a day, like I really don't think it's that big of a deal. But yeah, I used to think it was like so terrible for you. And of course, I'm not like promoting that. But I also, you know, it's not any worse than like having a cookie, you know. So anyway, I used to not drink anything other than water and coffee like rigidly. And now I just kind of do it out of habit. But I'm not afraid to break that rule if I want something else. All right, you guys, so those are kind of all of the diet rules that I could think of. This week, I want to wrap up with the challenge, and that is just to consider what lies that you are believing about food and how you can change them. What really helped me dealing with all of these is, one, surrounding myself with people who have healthy relationships with food or that don't worry about food as much as you do. I feel like that really helped me because it made me realize that there is a normal state out there of just enjoying food and not feeling guilty all the time and not following obscure rules and people just live like that and are happy. And so it's if it's possible for them, it's possible for you. And then also just being vulnerable with people and telling them like what you're dealing with and making sure like people hold you accountable to not following all these crazy weird rules you've created to, for yourself and like help you deal with the process of finding freedom from that and being guilt-free about the things that you eat because at the end of the day like life is worth enjoying and food is really freaking good especially when you live in Austin Texas let me tell you I was actually having this conversation with a friend at brunch as well today she was saying how she was on a skiing trip recently and the food that she was eating was just like underwhelming there and she was like we are so spoiled in Austin because the food here is all so so good and I will say like Austin's food is just next level like it's made me a freaking food critic at this point it's like 
made me just have such really refined and like expensive taste for food. So that could be a problem in the future. But again, it's like so worth enjoying. It's not worth stressing about. And so it's just helped me to be vulnerable with other people about my struggles and realizing that I am not alone. And these body image issues and negative relationships with food are so so common even if it's like not the best thing like that's obviously not a good thing to deal with but it's very common so just know that you are not alone and that even people with great bodies still struggle and obviously I I mean I feel like I have a decent body I'm confident with what I look like and yet I still have struggles sometimes so don't think that people who are quote-unquote perfect bodies on social media don't struggle as well like we all deal with it especially as women like I said growing up with the thin ideal being you know the ideal so I uh, I totally uh, sympathize with all of you guys who are dealing with this because I have been there I've had bad moments I've had good moments and I feel like I'm at a place where I can talk about it now and it's not I don't know it just doesn't have a grip on me anymore and it's yeah so freeing to have found freedom from it and so yeah that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today I challenge you guys to just consider the own your own lies that you're believing about food and see if you can challenge them see if you can change them and yeah So I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to follow the podcast on Instagram at What's Stopping You Podcast to engage in conversations about this. I love talking with you guys. Send me a DM if you ever want to chat. And yeah, I love the community that we have on there. So if you're not a part of it, you definitely should be. And I am super excited to continue growing that as this podcast continues to grow. So thanks so much for listening and I will see you guys next week. Hope you have an incredible Wednesday or whenever you're listening to this and I will catch you in the next one. Bye you guys.